And we are back for a segment three here on the Talking Hats. Uh, we have we let off our show the first two segments talking all football. We're going to switch gears completely here and get into some NBA talk. Uh, and then we're going to finish up with the uh, the dispute with the MLB and MLBPA, get into maybe sports unions in general and go from there. So I'm kicking over to you to get us started with the Wizards and let's run this thing down. I'm glad Danny's back from his injury. Um, in all honesty, if a, his three-point shooting has improved. But what's really bothering me is these turnovers. They turn the ball over. Like, in instances when you – they shouldn't be turning the ball over because the Atlanta Hawks scored on all those turnover baskets. It was an easy layup or a dunk or a three-point shot. Yeah, last and, night in clutch time, they turned the ball over, I think, three straight possessions. Yes. They had three bad and, turnovers late in the and, game. And I, Wes Unsell Jr., please stop shaking up your lineup. Please stop. Like, Kisberg is not a starter. I, I like him, but he needs to come off the bench. He's still learning. He needs to come off the bench. You need, like, proven scorers in the first quarter. Like, you need to start Denny. You get, even Rui has actually showed, because I think he's getting his legs back now. I think he's getting his legs back. And then start Gafford in the middle, then Kuz, and then start Ish Smith. And then... Uh, last night... The guy that we've both been kind of hot and cold on is uh, KCP. I oh, think he was was he seven for seven or eight for eight from three. Oh yeah, he yeah he was he, yeah he was. I think he was eight for eight. You're right. I think he was. I, I don't so think he, he was one. on fire. I'm not gonna argue with that starting uh, appointment anymore. He and the thing about him is he brings the energy, whether his shot is on or not. He does play hard on both ends of the court. So I, I can't I can't argue with starting him anymore. Yeah, and the thing is, like with the KCP, I like his defensive thing. That's why you have to put him in there because we do lack a lot of defensive spacing. Because when we're double teaming, our spacing needs to be better. Danny can't come out three feet and think the ball is not going to get swung over to an open box. Bo- Bodanovich, he's going to nail it. Like you have to step a little bit within his range with the with the ball sight. And you're six nine, Danny. Jump up, just jump. That's all you have to do is jump and try to tip the ball. You don't need to like stretch your arms out. And the thing is, like as as we said in the previous show, without the unicorn playing, we do not know how this trade is is good or bad yet because he hasn't played a game yet. But what this does show is the young talent that we do have on our team can be superstars in this league that's what i feel because when they showed the stat of Rui, he improved his three-point shooting from the last two seasons <laughs> he's shooting almost 10 he's shooting almost 50 percent above what he used to shoot but yeah. what went down is his mid-range game and they were saying that and as i've always been saying is if he can get that three point in and with the mid-range he's unstoppable yeah, I mean, the mid-range and, game is fine but the nba doesn't really that's not really something that the NBA steers towards anymore um, due, due to the uh, analytics and all that. It says it's better to take a bad three than a, than a good mid range. Just that's just how the percentages work out. I mean, I, I would, I would argue it, but analytics say that, that it's better to play that way. So that's why they keep doing it. Yeah. Rui, he, we, like you said, he's getting his legs back. He had 19 last night. That, mm-hmm. He's he's really getting it going. I wouldn't mind, I, mean, I don't know if I want to see him starting, but his minutes, I'm, I'm okay with him getting mm-hmm. increased minutes. Uh, Sadoransky and Ish played the same amount of minutes last night, both at 17. Sadoransky didn't score. Uh, Ish only right. had four. Uh, Neto played 27 minutes. He only had seven points, I believe. Yeah. Um, I would like... <laughs> Like you said, he needs to get his rotation solidified. I would like to see Sato starting. I know he didn't score last night, but his size at the point is going to really help them out on both sides of the court. He's a great passer, too. 
Neto doesn't. He's fine. He doesn't need to be starting though. He's an energy guy off the bench. That's the role I like to see him playing. Mm. And and I think they use Neto for more toughness in the point guard position. You know, he's like so when small, though. He, but he but uh, that's but a liability he, on defense. It is, but he does guard pretty well too. But the problem is he gets called for those fouls when you hold him or try to. He he argues a lot more, and I'm like, don't argue it. You're not like I think what the Wizards need to do is stop arguing the Kyle because you're not going to get it. You're just not. You just you rather just okay. If they don't call it, get back on defense, get the ball, and try to score again. Because the more you argue, you're one less man down, and they're gonna do, and then they're gonna swing it around. But yesterday's game, they should have never been down by ten and lose by three. Like I mean, they should have. They if they minimize their mistakes, like their mistakes are so like fixable. Because Kuzma, like, I don't know, he needs to understand that. I mean, he's coming, he, he's becoming the new star of the Wizards. He is. I like and, how he's blessing me to, to his role with the, with the team um, being struggling right now and, and not being whole with uh, with with Chris Stapps still out. Mm-hmm. He is stepping up into that number one option role. And I'm, I hope he can keep that going, going into next season. It's starting to look bleak here with them getting into the playoffs. They're in 11th right now um, behind... They're behind Atlanta who won, and there's – who is it? Charlotte or somebody? Charlotte, yeah. I might They're, be making that up. I have the standings up here well, somewhere. Well, I'll put it this way. Like, they needed to win yesterday's game to That's have right. even a yeah. glimpse of getting into – it's not lost. I mean, if they can go on a run, if they can get their act together to go on a run, yes. But if if if, if the Unicorn does not play or, or does not even play this entire season – at the end of the day, you just have to evaluate what you have and see if you can move forward with it. Don't tank. Try to play as much because, hey, you may never know. Because knee soreness, who knows how, what knee soreness is? Like, I mean, it could be anything. I mean, is it a tear that we don't know about or they're just resting him because he's not game ready? I mean, at the end of the day, he, has, he, he hasn't played since getting injured in Dallas. So if he's, if he's not game ready, you're not going to play, which is understandable. But I also feel that it's hard to judge where this team's going to go without him in the, in that piece. And Bradley Beal was like, well, he may stay, may not stay. He, he gave out a little nuggets here and there, but. He's not going anywhere. That's some, that's like the Aaron Rodgers to Denver thing. People mm-hmm. can speculate all they want. I know he's going to Denver. Um, Bradley Beal, can, you can speculate about Beal all you want. He'll be back in D.C. because he, he that's where he can get the most money. Uh, he, he may care about winning and all that and legacy and all that. But at the end of the day, it's really about the money. So, and with it being home, uh, I, I just, I, I'm, I know he's going to resign there. For me, if I'm the team, I don't, I think about whether or not I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really, it really boils down to, do you, do you think he's the guy that can get you over the top? See. With Kuzma, I don't know. Maybe. With Chris Stapps, well, we'll see how Chris Stapps plays as he finish out, finishes out the year. If he shows that he can be the guy, like the third piece of that puzzle, then you go into next year and you you take that chance. It's mm-hmm. it doesn't it's five years if it doesn't work out, and after that you can still rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill is a marquee player. Anywhere else he will be. He'll play great anywhere else. Mm-hmm. The only thing I worry about here is is committing making that much of a financial commitment to him. Can he get you over the top? And it's also like, do you really want to commit that much money to one player? And do you or, or do you want to spread the money around? That's also one thing we have to kind of look at. But in all honesty, like he's going to sign here. Why wouldn't you? At the end of the day, it's two hundred and some million dollars or a hundred million dollars, depending on what you're going to get. Two forty-six over five years. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> if they're going to pay, t- I mean, you're set at that point. I mean, it's what's a pretty the- easy decision? Yeah, I mean, and just, if you're going to say you're going to walk and try to get a ring, you're still risking, like, you're not going to get 246 anywhere. He can play that five-year deal out and then try to catch on somewhere with the with the stack team, like, at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, guys tried to do with the Lakers this year. It's not quite going to work out. But, no. you know, he can, he can do that at some yep. point. Towards if, if he just wants to get a ring, if he doesn't, if it doesn't work out here, mm-hmm. I mean, there in Washington. Yeah, and, might, and I think – Who knows? I mean, no, honestly, like – they just they're just young defensively they, they, they can score but they just need to get they just need to get the core pieces together like stop making these boneheaded mistakes and once they stop making these boneheaded mistakes i just feel that this team can compete with anybody they can compete with anybody it's just it's it's, it's a learning experience this season for the coach it's his first head coaching duties like right. like you said he is learning how to put a lineup together how to how to work on the rotations going into next season hopefully have all this stuff ironed out if they can go into next season with a better set rotation that'll help the team out exponentially Mm -hmm. yeah and i like cassius winston i don't know if he's still i don't know if he's there but i just i don't need to see him on the court (laughs) (laughs) i I wouldn't miss him (laughs) i just have a soft spot because i know he played for michigan state and he played really well for them but it was just one of those things you're just like man like if he just gets an opportunity he'll just be well but if he if if he's trade bait i I mean i i I mean i don't even think that i think he's g league bait (laughs) yeah i mean he i mean they brought him up from the g league so and rightfully so yeah so a guy that I've always been a fan of. This is another one of my – I have guys that I kind of glom on to. Kuzma was one of them. Guys that I just like, and I can't even explain why. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins was one of those guys. He played with John Wall in Kentucky. I always wanted to see them team up with the Wizards. And so earlier this season, the Bucks gave him a 10, 10-day contract. He played well, and they let him go. Uh, the Nuggets picked him up. And he has been playing extremely well out here. Uh, the Nuggets went on like a seven-game win streak after signing him it might have been more than that but they they went on a run where they didn't lose the game last night he started or because I, I think i don't know why Jokic was out maybe a maintenance day or whatever i don't know what the case was he started last night he had 29 points and 24 29 and 24 minutes wow. i'm not surprised by that because i've always liked him he's a guy that i've mentioned at one point i thought the wizards should look into uh, bringing in and and it sucks that the, the center position is one of those ones that got, people don't really worry about anymore. But this is a guy who still has it. He had some injuries. He had an Achilles. He had a couple of knee injuries in there. But when healthy, he's a dominant player. In limited minutes here, he's been dominant coming off the bench behind Jokic. And he is the piece with, with, their, with them getting healthy down the stretch. Him, he, he alone can take them over the top in the Western Conference. And I, I love what they did making that move. I love the way he looks here. I like the way the team is looking. Like lately, they're still in sixth place, like a game or so behind Dallas. Uh, they might sneak up in the fifth, but I wish the Wizards would have considered making a move like that. I still want them to bring Monroe back. Yeah, and see, that's what I don't understand. Is like Greg Monroe gives you that that presence in the middle, right? And and and, and, and it's like who's exactly. making. And Tommy Shepard, like, if you want to be, if you want to play money ball, let's, let's call it money ball to save draft money or tr- to save capital, signing Monroe to an extended contract is not going to break the bank. No. And he's on a G League. He'll take anything to be in the NBA. Right. It'll take nothing to have him on the roster. And when he was at his prime, he was a dominant force. Dominant force. He's a solid My, player. 
Yeah, and and you need it's like this. You need Gill. You need uh, you need the Gills. You need the Monroes to build that championship team. I don't see why. I mean, we, we we've always said that Gill needs to get more playing time when it's in certain situations. Sounds like he played last night, did he? I don't think so. I, I think maybe I saw him once. Maybe I think, or maybe it was like a minute. Yeah, and the, the, that's what it kind of grows into is when you're trying to build a championship team, you need pieces like that. And with a Greg Monroe, he'll bring the veteran presence that, and and he can help Bryant and Gafford out in that position because there's no veteran in the center position to help him out. And Bryant, please stop taking three-point shots. That's not your game. It never was. It never will be your game. Um, just concentrate in your – I mean, you can have a mid-range game. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You can shoot the 18-foot shot. But I also believe be dominant in what you're good at. Three-point shots – and that's what, and that's why I go against the grain when the analytics are there is, for me – the easy two is better than the harder three because center, yeah, always, always. Yeah. Right. And, and, and for me, I'm like, you're not a Christoph Porzingis or Dirk Nowitzki or even a Jokic to, to jack it up like that, to make it consistently. And that's not your game. Like, like, like if you're going outside your comfort zone, just because you think you can, it's going to be a detriment. And it shows that. And the thing is when he shoots the three, there's no rebound. There's no, there's not an offensive rebound. <laughs> It goes directly to to the other team, and they're, yeah, they're already he would, on the break. He would be the guy getting the rebound if he's out shooting. Then. Exactly, and but they're the true test for mm-hmm. whether or not, whether or not they can make a run here, and where I would decide whether or not you take or not mm-hmm. is really these next four games. You've got mm-hmm. the Pacers, Clippers, Lakers, and Blazers. Those yeah. are all games that if you're a playoff team, you got to go out and get all those. Yes, I would even I would settle for three and one. But with their with their aspirations, they're not looking. They they haven't mentioned anything about tanking. They're still trying to make a run. So fine, I'll take you at your word on that. You got to get these four. These are yeah. four winnable games if you want to be a playoff team. And Especially they need to freaking Lakers they, get out of here. Yeah, I mean it's you know what? So I made a comparison the other day, right? They have the same record. I mean, not right. I think they have the same record now. They so might they were, still. Yeah, because the Lakers haven't been winning either. So. No, so it's like if if the Wizards played in the West, they'll make the playoffs. Well, if they played against the Western Conference schedule all season, they wouldn't they be wouldn't, where they, they are. No, they probably wouldn't be where they are. Let me see if they still have saying, the same record: twenty-eight and thirty-four for the Wizards, and the Lakers are twenty-seven and thirty-five. So they're they're like they're right there neck and neck, and the Lakers are yeah. in ninth in the West. So yeah. they're still in the playoff mix. <laughs> the Wizards are on the outside looking in right now, just like I said, just behind the Hornets. So this is this is it. This it's buckle down time. If they don't, if they go anything worse than three and one in this four game stretch, I think it's you got to go tank mode. I, mm-hmm. I I hate it, but it's time to start thinking about next season because this is this is where they have to make the move. If they're gonna make it because after that they've got the Warriors, Nuggets, Knicks, Lakers again. I mean they can win that. Uh, yeah. But then the Rockets after that. But then the Bucks. So this this is their time. It's buckle mm-hmm. down. Balls to the wall, Every, all hands on deck, like Eddie was talking about last segment. It's mm-hmm. all hands on deck right now. You got to make yeah. a run here. And if you don't, then you can say bye bye to your season yeah. and just say, all right, let's go. Let, let, let's let, let's start planning vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aruba, Jamaica. All of it. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> all the Caribbean countries. <laughs> all of, it. All so, of that. So we, I don't really have anything more to say about the Wizards. They're just. They're, they they were down big last night and they came they made a run to come back and then had those crucial clutch turnovers. Um, but 
like I said, like you were saying with the rotation, it's going to come down to coaching and man mm-hmm. enough. I mean, they got they got they got a man up here in this in this four mm-hmm. game stretch. Yeah, I think I tweeted out a while ago. I was like hashtag frustration because yeah, I saw that. we can we know what the like we know where this team can go and where they can be, and it's frustrating to see them kind of not get there. <laughs> so. I'm kind of like, you know, let's let's see what happens. I mean, I, I think I think we kind of exuberated our entire energy just t- like just putting it on them. So I'm just like, you know, let's take a step back and uh, kind of regroup and talk about something. Let's move on to the next topic. Yeah. So like I said, the Nuggets have been hot here lately. Tomorrow night, they've got the Pelicans coming to town. Then we've got the Warriors coming down the night after. And then they go out to Sacramento. Um, this is a big stretch for them, too. They're in mm-hmm. the sixth seed, but they're playing very well. They can easily – the Pelicans are playing better since they got McCollum. So that'll mm-hmm. be a fun game. I might have to go check a look, look at going to that one. Uh, then the Warriors, like I said, coming into town, too. I might have to look at that one, too. See how the tickets are looking for that one. Um, but they've got the Warriors twice in the next four games. So yeah. this is <laughs> – they might be able to make a break point, too. Uh, as far as seeding goes in the Western Conference, um, but but their lineup is so good, with, especially with Cousins, um, they they'll be solid here and maybe even finish out. Is Jamal six. Murray back? He's not. Missouri? He's not back yet. But mm-hmm. they're both. They should both be back later this month. Mm. So. And that's going to be a dangerous team. I yeah. mean, with 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 now with Cousins added in the rotation, I think it gives them more depth. More depth and more toughness, and I think they they didn't have at center until exactly because Jokic was doing everything himself, right? So at the end of the day, like now he can take a break, come back in fresh, and then you would have to think. And I think they might even start both them, Cousins and Jokic. (laughs) I don't know if they would do that, but that the reason they could do it is because they both have stretch games. So yes. it's not like either guy would be, and then they both are, are, are good low post players too. So yes. they could easily play opposite each other. I don't know if they do it due to like a depth, depth at the position. Right. There might be a matchup somewhere down the road, even in a playoff run where you want that kind of size in the court at the same time. And they mm-hmm. have the option to do it because their games are both versatile. Mm-hmm. So. It's almost like when the Memphis Grizzlies had Paul Gasol and Zach Randolph and they played both of them and they were like, I mean, they Deagle. were consistent. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, those teams. I, I actually, I really wanted Memphis to go to into the into the championship, but unfortunately, like, I think they just ran out of gas. They played so hard, they, they just ran out of gas. Yeah. And and I think Denver can do that. Like Denver now has the possibility to go all the way. I mean, you have they to talk about. Do. I mean, it, listen. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they're not like they're beatable. But at the end of the day, like the only team that can beat them, I think, are the Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Those are the only two teams I can foresee putting up a challenge, even to the Suns, I would say. I think the only, you know, those three teams, they when they play each other, I think it's an evenly fair match because it's going to go back and forth defensively and offensively. They both match up really well. So it's going to be who makes the mistakes first. And I think they match up really so it's gonna be a great basketball in the west if you're gonna watch any basketball i'll just say watch the west <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah and if my team the nuggets couldn't win a championship this year if, if i if i had to pick anybody but them to win it i i would want to see chris paul get a ring i don't yeah. know if the suns you know they, they have the best record in the league right now uh, and they, they were having that kind of run last year too though and they, they didn't end up closing it out i don't know if they have enough to get it done but I definitely – he's such a good player. He's had such a good career. I don't want that to be the reason why people, at the end of the day, argue against him and his greatness. I'd love to see him get a ring if my team couldn't do it. 
he'd be yeah. the one player I like to see close it out, get it done. Yeah, he deserves one. I mean, I think he deserves one than a lot more so players good. in the league. Yeah, I mean, he, it's just you know, as we always say, it's the do, it's the do factors do. I mean, he's do a ring. I mean, it's about time that he's they get it. one. I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's so good. He that team before him, the Suns were atrocious. And they had Booker. They had Aiton. They were a terrible team until they got one guy. That yeah. one guy turned everything around. So I want to see that one guy get the ring he deserves. Mm-hmm. He does and they, deserve it. They almost got it last year. It's just Giannis was just so a close, different man. animal. Giannis even hurt, went out there. And, and he he <laughs> would have been the guy I would have chosen last year that I would have liked to see get, get mm-hmm. the ring, and he got it. And Chris yeah. Paul is that guy this year that I would like to see get it. Hey, it, may, it may happen, man. It may happen because the way the Suns were playing – I mean, yes, I said that Denver and and um, and and um, uh, Golden State can compete, but they need to go on that next level. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It'll be it'll, it'll be fun to watch. It'll be fun Definitely. to watch. So we can go to switch gears here and get into the MLB lockout. I know that's something that you you've been chopping at chopping at the bit to go ahead and get into that one. So let's go ahead and get the ball rolling on that. Manford is going to ruin. He's going. He's ruining baseball. The owners are ruining baseball. Um, if people don't know, I think it was the 94 strike that happened in the MLB back back in the early 90s or the middle 90s. Baseball was had a trajectory where people were actually watching the sport. Yeah. When that lockout happened, it ruined everything. It, it literally derailed, just like hockey. Hockey was picking up, and when the lockout happened, it 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 took Absolutely them such right. a it took them such a long time because now. If you look at, they were now. Now they're finally getting on ESPN. They're finally getting on other channels with hockey to yeah. grow the brand. And I, and if it wasn't for Ovechkin, TNT now, yeah, yeah, even TNT. Like so, if it wasn't for Ovechkin, Crosby, that that group of players that were drafted a couple, of, like shit, it was like ten years ago, I would say, uh, and, and they grew that brand. Baseball. The one thing about baseball is they're not growing the brand anymore. They're just focused on certain things because you don't see like commercials for baseball. You don't. See, and if you do, it's very rare. Yeah. And the owners are being like, like, I don't know what it is at this point in time. And the one thing I have to respect about the MLB, the players associate, they stick together. If if one Focus says union no, in sports, mm-hmm. yeah. if one says no, they all say no. And I think it's just it's but the education they get from they under they understand that hey we're going into something and it it doesn't affect one it affects all of us as and it players. Goes back, it goes back to when Donald Fear was in charge of the MLBPA. He kept that union together. He is the reason why they are where they are today. And it's because, like you said, the guys aren't looking out for me. I'm not looking out for me right now. I'm looking out for me in the future, looking out for their other guys in the future. It's about the strength of the, the players and the players getting what they deserve. It's not about me. It's about us. It's about we. And they that, that's how they've always handled these situations, whether it be strike or lockout. They stick together no matter what. The NFL has never had those. In the most recent labor negotiations, there was so much beeping back and forth, forth on the inside between the players. And when you have that, you're, you're going to end up with deals where the players are getting screwed. Like the NFL, their past two CBAs, the players have gotten screwed. And the first one, the players were jealous because the rookies were coming in, getting big deals, and they hadn't played. And so what do you do? You cheat the rookies out of these big deals and thinking the money is going to go to the veterans, and it doesn't. So now nobody's getting paid. The rookies aren't getting paid and the veterans aren't getting paid. It's so stupid. That was so stupid of them to do that. Sam Bradford was the last quarterback to get a big rookie deal. Now you don't you don't see those anymore. Oh. You have those slotted five-year deals for first-round picks where they're locked in to a deal for five years when they could be getting big money. That's their – you can't get the – NFL career are short. 
So they're there. You can't get those years back. And Brandon about the ML, ML, NFLPA, I could do that all day. So yeah. you better take over here. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting high. I don't. I hate. I hate it. How they because I feel that the NFL needs to take a page out of the MLB playbook. No and they need to maybe do the meeting of the minds. I don't know if how unions can meet and be like, hey, this is how we construct our meeting. This is how we kind of get because they got. OK, so the brand is the brand. You don't see baseball extending their season, even though back, you know, you don't see baseball saying, oh, we're going to do this. They you don't see baseball. Yeah. I mean, they have a what well, it was like 160 some games. 162. 162 you don't say do 62 oh. less <laughs> yeah they can do, we're, right, we're gonna, we're, are we gonna do like you know 100 and something no they they keep at one point in time yes it was lesser games because that was long i was like in the good old days of the 1800s and you know but you know they wanted to grow the brand so they extended the games and you know that's just tradition the nfl extended games because back in the good old days it wasn't a 16 game season it was less than that but 16 games is what we know but now they include 17 when does it stop as Eddie said, like people are playing through a lot. Like, yeah. like, like, like people don't understand that physically. Like, like you didn't see Eddie's hands because if you see his thumbs, you don't know how well he can rotate or if he has any other like you know crookedness now, in his thing. Thankfully, by the grace of God, he made it out of the league healthy. He played nine years in the league and he made it out healthy. He doesn't have any lingering or nagging issues. And I, you know, that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. He, you know. Got in and he, he did what all guys should do this these days. Get in and get your money and get out healthy. Yep. And the thing is, and, and that's the thing that I don't understand is how much is too much? How much are you willing to bet and how much are you willing to lose? Because you have a lot to lose as a player because at the end of the day, you have to treat yourself as a business too now because it's sad to say that is if I was playing in the league, I will say five, six years max. Make my right. money and I'll and play gone. that first contract and I'm out. Yeah, and I'm out. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I mean, because if you so if you have a million dollars, you can earn like a hundred thousand dollars a year off that money. So mm -hmm. you don't have to work, you know, just and get a few million a, and get out. And also, if you get good endorsement deals, you can just yeah, live off the endorsements it. and keep your NFL money your safe. Money. Yeah. Yeah. I and think don't, Grunt does that. Yeah, Gronk, yeah. all the and don't make stupid investments, okay? Like like, like in all honesty, like 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 you have to be it's you have to understand where your money is at all times. And I think that's the also another issue is they don't train them properly. Even though they have all these symposiums, they have all this, people get screwed over in the NFL a lot more than any other league that I've seen. And um, like clear case is Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis made all of his money and he trusted somebody from the NFL, got screwed over, lost his money, went into crime because he wanted, he thought, and now he's going to serve some time. It's a sad story. Got a fraud thing, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it was, yeah, he was, I think he was defrauding his own NFL players for like, I think insurance, like, like, like health insurance or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I remember the story. I don't, I'm not sure the details of it, but I remember. All yeah, that going it, it, I know it had to do something with health, but I don't know what kind of health, health it got into. But, and that's sad because, they need to stop because I'm just so heated about all this stuff because I like watching. I mean, I'm the very few people that like to watch baseball because one summer when I was a kid, I just sat down and watched. There's a lot of strategy that goes involved. And it's a fun sport when, when it's entertaining. Now it's not going to be entertaining anymore because they're taking things out of the game. Like, if you want to improve the strikes on it, okay, fine. Get, like, you know, Hawkeye or whatever. That's fine. I understand that. But don't ruin the brand. 
Which, I don't want them to get the DH in the National League. I don't, if they make that change, I'll hate that. I like the way it is now. I like having three different leagues. They're talking about having the DH in both leagues now. I don't want that. I, I kind of like, like that, actually. I like seeing the pitchers hit because some guys take it seriously. Mm, that's like true. Like Scherzer, Scherzer, he's mm-hmm. a solid hitter. Uh, there's another guy who's – Otani. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> but there's a, there's a guy in the National League who has over a 200 average, and he takes batting uh, seriously. I, I can't remember. Maybe Baumgartner, one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, you're, I, I think it is Baumgartner because he – uh, I, I like seeing pitchers hit. It's different. So – I'll hate it if they make that change. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, back in the good old days, they, they used to. I mean, in the National League, that's how it started. And and I don't know why. I mean, the AL brought it in because they didn't want their pitchers to get hurt. Because back in the day, people used to throw at you, like, like on well, purpose. Well, they were, they were two different leagues at one point, which merged together and Correct. to form the MLB. So they had different rules. And then Correct. they ad- they that's one rule that both sides didn't adopt. The National mm-hmm. League kept their, their uh, pitcher's batting mm-hmm. rule, and the, the L kept their DH. But um, – with the, with, I said I wasn't going to go back down the, the NFLPA uh, route, but I, I've given D. Smith a lot of flack about his inability to keep the, the union unionized mm-hmm. and uh, really buckle down and get these get better deals for the players. But there's only so much you can put on one person, and there's only so much that one person can do if the players aren't willing to, to you know stick together. Um, if it, if I wish I could be a player representative, I know you know. I never played, so that's not in my future. But I would do more to try to keep these guys together because what is the league without the players? You can go the scab route again like the owners did in 87 and have strike players and all that, but nobody's watching them. They threaten to do that again. The the NFL is America's pastime. If these guys stuck together once, just one time to fight for what the players deserve, it would it would be so much better for the future for for them for now and the future players. You could get things like healthcare for retired players. You could mm-hmm. get all these things. You could get higher salaries. Like they're all, always complaining when they see M, uh, uh, NBA deals coming out, M- yeah. MLB deals, talking about we're we're the number one sport and we don't get. Well, of course you don't get paid because you don't stick together. Stick, and, stick together once and you'll yeah. get. That. All it takes is one uh, time. But why do you feel that? the nfl doesn't stick together because Because is it because what about right now because because careers are so short Mm -hmm. mlb players you can play 20 years you know no -hmm. problem in the nfl you might you might only get one so it's hard to keep guys who know that their career might only be one season stuck it's hard to keep that together because the average career is three and a half years if, if you have labor, labor stripes that goes on for a whole year, that's a 30-year career gone yeah, over, true, over, yeah. over a labor, labor stripe. Right. So it's hard to keep guys together in that, in that sense. But you got to think about the bigger picture. You can, it, mm-hmm. it can't just one time. Yeah. One time not make it about you, and then you'll be set for the future. Who, who did you say was the player rep for the MLB? Oh, Demora Smith. Yeah. Oh, MLB. No, for MLB, yeah, yeah. Uh, for right, right. Oh, it's Tony Clark right now. Tony Clark. I mean, previously when, when they said Donald everything. Donald Fair. Yeah, if if Donald Fair can go and teach the NFL PA how to run their stuff. He went somewhere else. To, was it hockey maybe to represent another players union after the MLB? Let me look that up real quick. You can keep going. Yeah, because I just feel that like, you know, unions in general are not. It like, was the NHL. Okay. It was the NHL, Yeah. Different different unions do different things differently, but they're all the same. And when it comes to sports, is because you're protecting yourself for you're just protecting yourself because you don't want a raw end of the deal. Because if you do that, then that means 
future growth is hampered. They're just looking at it right now. And now the current CBA for the NFL is horrible. Yeah. It is horrendous. And they're looking at it to, to extend more games and more playoff openings and more yeah. preseason. They're looking at expanding the playoffs, yeah. And you're like, how much is too much? Because at that point, you're just like a team who's who's three and seven can make the playoffs. <laughs> and and one year Arizona was like that, I think. And they and they like. <laughs> I love football, but I don't I don't want to see an eighteen game season. It, it's going to happen though. It, it, there's it no question. It's it's going. That's set in stone. That's going to happen. Yeah. And I don't I don't think it's necessary. I don't need it. Um, expanded playoffs will be fine. I don't. I would. I would be fine with going back to sixteen games and just expanding the playoffs a little bit. That'll that'll get your revenues up there too. You might even get more revenue for playoff games because you're not playing. You're not paying the players as much for playoff games, and you can sell more TV rights. So right, and that, it's not going to happen. But whatever. That, we just want to. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. And can we just suggest to have the Super Bowl on a Saturday? That's another I thing mean, that's never going to happen. But I mean, if you or look at, at least it, right, on President's Day weekend, so we can get the next day. Up. Or, have, or or make Monday and or start or, or start it early. Start at like four o'clock or something or one o'clock, and then like you know, then you have the rest of the day to day drink or do something. <laughs> like yeah. having it that having it so late. I mean, yes, we're old talking heads, and I've been saying this for years and years and years. If they keep it on Saturday in that city, the revenue from that day and the next will still go to that city. Yeah. And if you're taking Monday off, you're leaving. You can you can spend an extra day in the city on a Sunday and then leave later on yeah i mean i try to propose I, I was all proponent for that but you know yep, yep. it's never going to happen but yeah. wishful we can, thinking we can dream <laughs> we can dream as all we can oh man. yeah we've, i've got the um the, so the first two shows from today with uh with eddie royal uh, are posted now to youtube i'm going to get those up on on our on our podcast uh hosting platforms as well later on but they're up there for your viewing pleasure pleasure i've tweeted that out i also tweeted at him to give us a retweet so hopefully he does that and uh we can expand this thing a little bit but um those are two great interviews we got a lot of uh, a lot of content there we let him do a majority of the talking in those because that that's all again information that i didn't know i was always there at the games but you don't know what's going on on the field just watching in so it was good to get that insight i love hearing those those battle stories from the from the league and all that but those are up so y'all can check those out um do we have any other topics to get into today i know you want to we can mention the caps real quick they're yeah. kind of stinking it up here lately so i don't they they won uh they beat carolina they beat carolina yeah yeah i i uh, they're just being the goalie needs to be addressed the goalie situation yeah. needs to be addressed i like vtech manichek hey i mean th there's been talks about you know him coming back but it's kind of died down here lately but who knows what as the deadline approaches what they'll do See, I like Vitek Vanacek. I mean, I, I liked him over Samsonov since day one. I mean, I think Vitek has a little bit, he's a little bit older, a little bit more, you know, kind of vet, like a seasoned veteran into it. But, you know, defensively, we need to step it up on certain things. And also, like, stop making boneheaded mistakes, just like the Wizards. Stop, like, Is you guys are back. I think yeah, I saw okay mm -hmm. yeah he came back. So, and their injury stuff is coming i mean they're, they're right. finally getting healthy at the right moment yeah and that's going to take time and beating carolina is huge i mean they're they're, they're no push carolina's so, good they yeah. might be in first place so they are actually you're absolutely so, right they are in first place that's a, that's a big win as they get healthy i expect them to come together laviolette's not some pushover coach he's a smart guy he knows the stuff I expect him to bring it together i don't have to worry about him and his lineups he, i know he knows what he's doing 
I I have I put a bet on them to win it all earlier this season. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sticking by. It was like a, a dollar or something, but you know, long odds at that still. point. So, so I I fully expect them to be there in the end. They've had injury concerns. They the goaltending situation, them being healthy should help that. I would like to see them make a move for healthy, but if they don't, I still expect them to be fine. It was yeah. It was, I'm I'm putting everything, all their struggles on the health concerns that they've had. Yeah, Brian McCullough. Yeah, because Brian McCullen said that he, in the past, they were buyers because that's what they needed. And he's like, for this team, we're not going to be doing the same kind of rigmarole or the same kind of, like, you know, yeah. strategy in, in years past. We're going to look at it and be like, you know, we're good where we're at. We just need to make I a agree. few tweaks. Yeah, and 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 at the end of the day, they, they're they good. As you said, they're getting healthy. and once And we haven't seen a full healthy team until the Carolina game. Yeah. So once we see a full healthy team, who knows what can happen? We can be we can be number one in the, at the end of the season, you know, going into the playoffs. And like you said before, I don't need them to be number one. Right. <laughs> because once they get in, that's, it's that's just, when it's on. They need to be in the number four position or number five, and that's it. Or even sixth. I can say the four to six, and that's it. Just get in. And then just that get in. experience will take over. Exactly. They're all season cup champions. So. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanted to ask everybody, do you like our new logo? Tell us in our new intro, please, because we will take any and all feedback. Yeah, like like we never like no one actually said anything when we updated it. So please tell us if it's do you like it or do you want us to, you know, I don't know if you saw um, there was a comment on one of our YouTube videos from a guy named John Tyler. Um, Somebody he was on there hating. Um, I know know who that is. He doesn't Uh know that I know who it is. It's one of my old coworkers named Ty. I um, earlier last week I sent him. He was asking about it because David told him mm-hmm. about our podcast, and he asked for the link, so I sent it to him. Uh-huh. I guess he created a fake YouTube name to go in there, post a, a hater comment. What uh, is- but I, 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 I don't even. It's it's not bad. It's just teasing me about the previous show when I said I was five eight. He was saying, "Oh, deal's not five. Whatever. I'm okay. taller than him for one thing. So <laughs> shut up, old man. Watch this. Watch this tie. And I, yeah, I know it's you. Uh, but thanks for watching. Keep watching. Yeah. I don't care. You can bring the hate. I'll take yeah. the hate uh, as long as you're thinking about me. I don't, you know, as long as I'm on your mind, I'm doing the right thing. So bring all comments, feedback. We'll take all of it. Um, mm-hmm. but thank you for, for supporting us and watching and listening. Please like and subscribe. Um, mm-hmm. You got anything else or can we go in and wrap it up? We can wrap it up, man. I mean, we're, good deal. We, we've had a good long run today. And I, it's for me, it's been an enjoyable experience. So I hope it is for y'all too. Um, talking to my brother on the first two and then and running down the Wizards here. Uh, hopefully next week we have some more cheerful things to talk about in this next eight, four game stretch. And I expect it. I think they'll bring it together. I think the Caps will bring it together. I expect the Nuggets to be good. And then next week we can get into, we wanted to talk about this week about the quarterback situations for both yep. uh, the Broncos and the Commanders. We'll get into that next week and uh, go from there. Yep. And then that's it for us, man. Thanks again for joining us and supporting and uh, peace and love. Peace and love. Thank y'all. Talking hats. We are out. Out.